0: Could hardly wait. It would take at least 20 pages of writing to describe my college to Vaibhav. The buildings were smart, modern, and pristinely clean. There was a solitary tree in the middle of the courtyard, standing proudly, on which hung a bell. A circular platform went around the tree, and some students were sitting on it, some standing, and all chattering excitedly. The bell would be rung throughout the day to indicate the end of a period. The campus area was about five acres and the building had expanded vertically there were three wings the old the new and the hostels the old wing had spellbinding architecture and i gazed at its beautiful arches this wing also housed the very large well-equipped library spread over three floors the administrative offices and the principal's office apart from the various counters for collecting forms paying fees and other things associated with an academic institution. Four spotless wooden showcases with crystal clear glass proudly displayed the gleaming, glittering trophies that Agnites had won over the past 80 years. The trophies spilled over two deep brown rosewood antique tables too. It instilled in me a kind of awe and respect, something similar to what one feels when one enters a building that belongs to the armed forces in the country. It was a very positive and vibrant feeling. I could even see my reflection in the polished wood. The auditorium was large and easily accommodated all the students. The stage was done up with elan. And there was the college logo, a huge crest which proclaimed the motto of the college with pride. The audio system, the speakers, and the whole setup was very impressive. So was the principal of the college a nun named Sister Evangeline, who welcomed us in perfect English, telling us about the college, its history, its achievement, its vision, its aim and the high standards expected of each agnite. I began to feel pride slowly stirring in me. Never in my life had I seen so many women or girls in one place. Throughout my life, I had studied in co-educational schools where men were a part of my world. Suddenly, being thrust into an atmosphere without any had taken me completely by surprise. Everywhere I turned, looked or went, it was women, women and more women. The college must have had at least 3,000 students, and it seemed as if almost all of them had turned up at the college auditorium for the welcome and induction at the start of the new academic year. I remember staring in wonder and thinking that it meant 6,000 breasts and 3,000 vaginas were in the auditorium. I smiled to myself at my wicked thought. I looked forward eagerly to the classes that would begin soon. Chapter 2 Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now How do groups get formed in colleges? Some say that you gravitate instinctively towards people you can relate to, and then gradually over the months, a bond develops. It was not like that with my class. It felt as though a snooker player had hit a single hard strike and we, like the snooker balls, had scattered in all directions, random balls coming together with no predetermined plan. But of course, in reality, each shot is planned with precision and each strike is made with a purpose. And on deeper contemplation, you realize that the balls came together for a reason after all. Almost instantly, we had gravitated towards a gang or a group. There were 60 of us, but we had all fallen into our groups, with whom we hung out, exchanged notes, and had fun with. Mine was a group of four. Apart from me, there were Suvi, Janie, and Charu. Suvi undoubtedly had the most dynamic personality in the group. She was short, but what she lacked in height, she made up in other areas. She was smart, stylish and enthusiastic with an attitude that was contagious. Most people warmed up to her. She was a bundle of energy, always ready for anything, a little impulsive and reckless too at times. Charu, a tambram, was a personification of the generalizations that are made about them. She was studious, smart and intelligent. She even wore glasses. Her aim was to become a chartered accountant janie was a gentle quiet and the sensible one her ambition was to either become a nun or do her msw and take up social work we came together like a patchwork quilt and got along well